Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over some reasons why you may have cloudy pool water. I'll cover some of the more common reasons, and then I'll go into some of the not-so-common reasons. There's only a few things that could be wrong with your pool to produce a cloudy water, and I think if you do have cloudy pool water, you'll be able to find the solution for it here by listening to this podcast. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. The two biggest calls that you're going to get as a pool service provider are one, algae in the pool. It's probably the biggest, you know, people have a very low tolerance for algae in their pool, and for good reason. They're paying a weekly service charge or monthly service fee, and they want their pool not to have algae. The reason why they hired you is because they probably were fighting an algae problem. They hired you, they're paying you big money, and the pool style is algae, so of course they're going to call you. A lot of times it's just a small amount somewhere on the steps or in the deep end. The second most common call is for a cloudy pool, and this is something that's very unsightly. You know, a lot of times they can't even see the bottom of the pool. Maybe they can see the first two steps. And if it's really bad, they can't see anything. It just looks like a milky, murky pool. So there are just a few reasons for the pool to turn cloudy. And they're usually very obvious reasons. And I'll start with the most obvious reason, and that's the pool has no chlorine. Now, why the pool has no chlorine, there could be a number of reasons why this happens. If let's say there was a pool party and there was 10 kids in the pool swimming and the pool started out with a chlorine level of four parts per million, more than likely, you know, I think there's a ratio of each person using up one part per million. And therefore, after the pool party, the pool is going to be zero or even less than zero. Basically, there's going to be a lot of, you know, organics in the pool if the kids don't take bathroom breaks often, suntan lotion, everything getting into the pool will zero out that chlorine level. And therefore, the pool is going to be running with no chlorine. If you have a saltwater system, it may catch up. It may not catch up depending on what the output set at. And basically, the pool water is going to turn murky and cloudy. And it just will get progressively worse because there's no chlorine in the pool. And as a few days pass by and you go back to that pool because it's a service account, let's say they had the party on a Saturday, you service that pool on a Wednesday. By Wednesday, if they haven't called you yet, I bet you won't be able to see anything in that pool, not even the first step or maybe just the first step of the pool. And the simple solution, of course, and there's a few steps you have to take before you do the solution. The first thing is once you turn the pool on, Make sure that the filter doesn't need to be clean because I mentioned a lot of junk gets in the pool from a party 
And sometimes, especially if you have a diatomaceous earth or D filter, the PSI may have spiked in that filter. So before you do this step, check the filter to make sure the PSI is normal. And the D filter is typically around 20 PSI. And so after a big party, it may go up to 30 PSI. So simply backwash it and then recharge it. Cartridge filters, typically if you have a four cartridge type filter, a quad filter, the PSI won't go up too much after a party. You can handle it. But if you have a single cartridge filter, you may see that filter spike from 15 PSI to 25. Take that cartridge out, hose it off, clean it, put it back in. Sand filter, the same thing. It'll have a similar effect that a D filter has. And you would just backwash the sand filter for about a minute and a half. And that should drop the PSI back down. At this point, you want to raise the chlorine level to shock levels, which is about 20 to 30 parts per million. That may seem like a lot of chlorine being added to the pool when you do the calculations on your app or whatever you're using. However, I mentioned that the chlorine's at zero. There's a lot of organics in the pool. So I would say the chlorine's actually in a negative territory. Doesn't You can't really test for negative chlorine, but with all the gunk in the pool, the fact that it's cloudy means that you're in negative territory. So bringing the chlorine to 20 to 30 parts per million will help take care of a bunch of the stuff that's causing the cloudy pool. If you have combined chlorine, you're going to reach the break point and you're going to be able to see a huge difference the next day. You want to run the pool for 24 hours. I, I recommend running it for 24 hours if you have a variable speed pump, at least at 3200 RPMs. That way you have really good flow and you're going to see within the next 24 to 40 hours the pool clearing up nicely. I would say that if the pool is extremely cloudy and it's the pool on your service route, that I would go back the next day or the day after that and make sure the chlorine level is holding in that pool. Definitely, it's something that you don't want to get progressively worse because a cloudy pool is one step away from turning into an algae pool, especially in the summertime, and you don't want to be fighting a cloudy pool plus algae at the same time. I mentioned that there could be some chloramines in the pool from combined chlorine, and I'm not going to go into too much detail about this because the treatment for the cloudy pool will take care of the combined chlorine in most cases by bringing the pool chlorine level to 30 parts per million. It's going to probably reach the break point in most cases unless you have really high combined chlorine. So it's always good to have a test kit that will test for the free chlorine and total chlorine. And then it'll give you, you know, the number subtracted from the total chlorine and, com- and free chlorine will give you the combined chlorine. And there's charts you can look at online that'll show you the break point, how much chlorine you need to add to break the combined chlorine. But typically, if a pool is cloudy, there's some combined chlorine in that water and bringing the pool to a shock level will take care of that along with the cloudiness in the pool. But since I mentioned it, I guess I'll have to tell you what the breakpoint chlorination is. Since people are going to be asking, hey, why didn't you mention the breakpoint? Well, basically it's 10 times the combined chlorine. So if you test the pool and you have 8 parts per million of combined chlorine, you're going to need 8 parts per million of chlorine to break that. And if you're reading like, you know, 10 parts per million of combined chlorine, then you're going to need 10 parts per million of chlorine to break that. Again, bringing in the pool to 30 parts per million is usually high enough to break most combined chlorine. And, you know, people will say, you know, shock the pool and bring it to 10 parts per million. That's not going to do much. Again, you have to really bring it to a high level. And don't worry about the pool being overly chlorinated because a lot of that chlorine will be used up or destroyed 
within that 24-hour period. And I wouldn't be surprised if you go back to that cloudy pool and the chlorine level is testing at like two parts per million. It happens all the time. Sometimes you're lucky and it holds and it's like at 10 parts per million the next day, which is good. That means maybe you went a little higher than 30 parts per million, but definitely you want to bring the chlorine level up to a blazing high level to break any combined chlorine to help get rid of the contaminants in there. And sometimes you have to backwash the filter the next day or when you return to that pool and clean that filter again. It could be that bad depending on how big the party was. Now sometimes the pool will zero out for other reasons, not a party. And this is maybe just, you know, user error basically. You didn't add enough chlorine the week before. I've been guilty of this on my pool route where I'll be doing my routine and then I'll get a phone call. And then I'll get out of my routine and I'll forget to add chlorine to the pool. It's a, it's a big oops. And then the next week I get there and the pool zeroed out and I realize, oh, you know what? I didn't add any chlorine when I was supposed to. I made a big mistake there. Other times it may just be the weather. You may have a high UV index in the summer. You know, it's 100 degrees out and you're just not adding the right amount of chlorine and then it zeroes out. And then again, I mentioned it gets into like a negative territory. Not something you can test for, but you'll have to add more chlorine than you would think to add to bring it back from zero. So you might not add enough chlorine and it zeroes out again and the pool remains cloudy. But I think the number one cause of a cloudy pool is zero chlorine for a number of reasons. And I can probably talk for another 20 minutes on the different reasons for this. So that's the first thing you want to check. Make sure that you check the chlorine level and also check the total chlorine to see how much combined chlorine is in there. So you can race it to the break point. It's not rocket science. It's pretty pretty easy formula. Another reason why the pool could be cloudy is the pool's not running when it's supposed to be running. This happens a lot when customers mess with the timer. I've had customers turn the pool off during the day or turn the pool off during the week every day because they want to save electricity. I've had other customers that I fight with. They're moving the on-off trippers on the timer. They'll reprogram their automated system so the pump's running for two hours a day. You get to the pool. Sometimes it's a head scratcher. The chlorine level may be fine or may show that there's chlorine in the pool, but the pool's really cloudy. Go to the timer and check it to make sure that it's running. And it's one of those things where you have to educate the customer. Your pool needs to run, otherwise the pool's gonna get, the water's going to get cloudy because it needs to circulate through the filter. If you don't run your pool, the pool's not going to the water's not going to move. It's not going to be filtered and then it turn cloudy. So the runtime is a big factor and sometimes it's a battle in the summertime when the customer's electricity bill is spiking and the first thing they do is, you know, turn to the pool and turn down the timer. It's not going to be effective and it's going to cause cloudy pool water. You really need to run the pool longer in the summer and it's going to cost money if you don't have a real speed pump. And with a VS pump, you definitely want to educate the customer that, that that needs to run for a long time also in the summer and they're going to save money. A lot of customers also dial down their VS pump runtime in the summer thinking that it's using electricity when it's really not using as much as a single speed pump. Pore filtration is another culprit for a cloudy pool. could be anything from a cartridge filter where the cartridge needs to be replaced. If you have a single cartridge filter, this is probably a big cause of the cloudy pool. If the PSI in the filter is at 30, then the cartridge is probably no good. If you have a quad cartridge filter, it's kind of hard to tell when the cartridges are bad. But when you clean them, you can usually tell the cartridges are bad. The bands are broken. The pleats are spread open. The top's kind of bending or cracked, then you want to replace the cartridges. I go about three years maximum 
on the cartridge filters before replacing them. With the grids, I go also about three or four years without replacing the grids. And you may find that, you know, you take the D filter apart, the grids look really old. You may have some of the ribs are broken inside there. And when you clean it, it's still stained. And this is basically an indication that those grids are, are wearing out. Sometimes the material gets really thin and you can see the black frame inside there. Again, another sign. Or the grids may have tears in them. Do you want to replace those often, more often than not? And then the sand filter, of course, if you have cloudy a cloudy pool with a sand filter, it could be time to change that sand. It's one of those things where the sand doesn't last forever. Or you may just need to backwash it and clean it. If you backwash the sand filter too often, you can have a negative effect also because they work a little more effectively with some dirt in there. And if you're backwashing your sand filter every week, you may be causing the cloudy water just by the fact that you're over backwashing your sand filter. So be aware of that. If you have a D filter, a big culprit for a cloudy pool is a grid that has a hole in it or a crack in it, letting diatomaceous earth back into the pool. How can you tell if your D filter has a leak? When you first turn it on, look at the return line. And if you see DE blowing back in, then you probably have a DE leak. Another sign is diatomaceous earth in the spa or on the bottom of the pool. It looks like fine sand. It's going to be like a gray color, usually, or a darker gray color. And that's a good indication that the diatomaceous earth is getting back into the pool. If you have a pressure site cleaner, the little screen or thimble will be full of diatomaceous earth. Again, since the booster pump uses the water from the pool filter, you're going to have, if there's any DE getting back in there, it's going to clog up that little thimble or the little area where you have the uh, screen. And that, that's a good indication that DE is leaking back into the pool. With a DE leak, with a grid that's compromised or maybe the top manifold has a crack, you're going to also have zero chlorine in most cases because the pool's not being filtered correctly. So it's a bad combination. You have diatomaceous earth getting back into the pool, making the water cloudy. And then you have zero chlorine because the pool's not being filtered correctly. So you'll have the first problem I mentioned, which is zero chlorine. Added on top of that, you'll have cloudy water because diatomaceous earth is everywhere. So, you know, when the cleaner's vacuuming it up on the bottom, it'll go back into the return line. Or when someone's swimming, it'll be dusty and cloudy. And so this is a very common problem with a diatomaceous earth filter. The easy solution, replace the grids, replace the top manifold if it has a crack, replace the air bleeder if it has a crack, and that usually stops the diatomaceous earth leak. Those are the most common reasons why the pool is cloudy that I've run into. Now for some uncommon reasons. You may have overdone it with an alkalinity up or a pH up product. If you're adding excessive amounts of soda ash, maybe the pH is super low and the alkalinity was low, or the alkalinity was really low and you wanted to bring it up and you added, you know, eight pounds of baking soda to the pool and the pool is like 12,000 gallons. A lot of times a filter can't handle that. And if you pour it directly into the pool, of course, it's not going to be filtered really rapidly. If you pour it in a skimmer, a lot of times the pool can't handle it, so it'll blow back to the return lines. And the pool may be cloudy for several days, up to a week, maybe even more, depending on how much of that dust is in the pool. So if you know, a customer calls you and says, hey, my pool's really cloudy, I don't know what happened, and then you added a product like that to bring up the alkalinity, you just tell them, oh, you know, your alkalinity was really low. 
and add this product. It'll eventually be filtered through and dissipate, so your pool is going to be cloudy for a few days. So just be aware that that can happen. If you add any kind of stain remover, like a Biodec Aquadex 50, and that's, that's one that I use all the time, it's really effective on organic stains and some metal stains. But this also has a negative effect on the chlorine level. It'll sometimes destroy the chlorine level. Same with ascorbic acid. You may have zeroed out your pool by putting too much ascorbic acid in there to treat metal stains. And this also has an effect on the clarity of the pool. When you first add the ascorbic acid, it may cause the pool to be cloudy. And it may zero out the chlorine. So any kind of stain product can lead to cloudy pool water just by the fact that it has a negative effect on the chlorine level of the pool. Sometimes you're treating algae with a sodium bromide product and you can zero out the chlorine this way also. So be very careful of which particular algicide you're using. If you're using a sodium bromide type product, this may also negatively, negatively affect the chlorine level in the pool. You may not even realize what you're adding that's, that's going to take, that's going to destroy the chlorine level. And this will also cause the pool to get cloudy. I mentioned at the beginning that there are a number of reasons why the pool can be cloudy besides just, you know, use, use of the pool by a lot of people. So some products that you add to the pool can actually destroy the chlorine level. And then, of course, the pool will turn cloudy and you'll be scratching your head sometimes. Hey, I just added this stain remover. Why is the pool turning cloudy? and check the chlorine level, it could be at zero. Most of the stain products require you to have a lower chlorine level anyway to be effective. So also keep that in mind. For instance, like with the ascorbic acid treatment, it's better with a lower chlorine level. It's one of those things where, you know, it's, what's the better of two evils, removing the stain or having zero chlorine or a cloudy pool for a few days. Another one that I run into ever so often is a fiberglass pool that's gel coated. It's not one of those drop drop-in type fiberglass pools from a crane in the backyard. It's actually built similar to a regular gunite or plaster pool, and the fiberglass is actually sprayed on. Over time, the fiberglass starts to wear off, and so if you have one of these pools and you go to brush it, it may cause like a white plume, or if people are swimming, it might start to get cloudier and cloudier, and that's because the gel coat of the fiberglass pool is coming off into the water. I definitely would recommend the customer contact someone who can respray that fiberglass pool. It's quite expensive and it's a pretty elaborate process, but it's going to get worse and worse over time. Another thing that I've run into is a pool that's been painted and not primed properly. And even if it's primed properly, the paint doesn't last forever. But I've had pools that have been painted and you brush it or go to clean it and all the paint kind of just comes off the pool and this happens a lot when they paint a pool. It only lasts for maybe three or four years. Even if you prime it, it doesn't even last much longer than that. But there's a process to painting a pool. I've painted one pool in my whole career. I don't, I didn't like the process. It's just really involved. And the result was beautiful because it was a, for a real estate deal. They were going to sell the house. I don't know how, what the long-term thing was because I didn't take over that account because I don't like painted pools. But I would recommend, instead of painting it, maybe just replastering it. But if you're selling the house and you want the pool to look beautiful, of course, draining it, acid washing it, priming it, and painting it is not a bad idea. Just be aware that it's not going to last forever. And if you're running into a problem where you're brushing the pool and it's painted and, and it's getting cloudy, it's probably because the paint has worn off. The solution, maybe drain it, repaint it. Or replaster that pool at that point. And speaking of replastering, another reason why the pool may be cloudy, if they replaster the pool, there may be excessive plaster dust. This may take a few weeks sometimes to clear up 
if it's really bad and there's a lot of dust. I had a pool where they, they dropped actually a bag of plaster dust in the pool. It was weird. They, I guess they got they were clumsy or something. And it took forever for this pool to clear up. It was just one of those things where uh, the, the builder error and I was paying for it. But it's something that you have to deal with with a new pool build that there's going to be some dust in there. So it may take a while for that to also clear up. If the pool has extremely high alkalinity, this is somewhere like, you know, 200 plus, it could lead to cloudy water because it could affect the calcium and cause calcium dropout in the pool. And this will cause the water to be cloudy. This is like extremely high alkalinity, like 250, 280. And it's not very common to have alkalinity this high. I did have a pool that did have alkalinity about 280, 290, and it, it was a little bit cloudy. I'll give you that. It was a smaller pool, so it was pretty easy to reverse that. But alkalinity normally doesn't get to that level. It may in some cases, and so that may cause the cloudiness in the pool. Not super common, but it can happen. And certain products you add to the pool can cause the pool to get cloudy. Certain algicides will cloud the pool up. One thing that I noticed that really clouds the pool up is the liquid cover. If you have a customer that says, hey, you know, I want to try this liquid cover. It helps the pool from evaporating. Um, go ahead and try it and you add it to the pool. The pool may become cloudy instantly. And this is just one of the side effects of that product. Don't overdo it. Sometimes adding phosphate remover, if you add too much of it. I did this experiment where I added, you know, a 10 times dose of the uh, Biodex phosphate, or it was a C-Clear, sorry, the C-Clear phosphate remover. I wanted to see what would happen to the pool if I overdosed it. And that pool was cloudy as can be for a week or so, maybe even longer. So definitely don't want to overdose the pool with phosphate remover because then you're going to have a cloudy pool on your hands to deal with also. And before I forget, I was mentioning about the filtration being an issue. Sometimes it could just be the skimmer basket is impacted with debris. You know, if you're if the pool had a lot of, if there was a wind event and you didn't really notice it or you didn't clean the skimmer basket, sometimes a lot of that debris will get into the pump basket, especially like St. Augustine grass will pass through the skimmer basket into the pump basket and clog that up. So it may not just be the dirty filter causing the cloudy water. It could just be that the skimmer basket or the pump basket or both the skimmer and pump basket are impacted with debris causing the cloudy water. And I've also run into the case where the pool ran dry for a couple days. The customer didn't add the proper level of water. Then they filled it up, but you weren't there to see what happened prior to that. So you're scratching your head wondering why the pool's cloudy. It's because it wasn't running for two days prior to that. And then of course, in cases that are not super rare, but it does happen, if there's a variable speed pump that's a standalone, the customer will go to use the pool. They'll hit the stop button, and then, of course, that's going to disable the automatic timer and they'll use the pool, have their party. And then maybe four days later, remember, oh, yeah, I forgot to turn the pump back on. They'll hit the start button. You'll get there the next day and you'll be like, hey, what happened to this pool? Why is it so cloudy? You're scratching your head. So there are those anomalies, those mysteries where the customer will do something and you, you're not there to see it happen. And therefore, you're you're dealing with the ramifications, which is a cloudy pool. So there are some mysterious things that have an easy solution. And a lot of the times it's someone turning off the pump on you. And that goes with the number two problem, the runtime problem that I mentioned. And then, of course, that goes hand in hand with the chlorine zeroing out. Last, I want to mention that a saltwater generator, I did mention that sometimes it'll catch up to a pool and be able to turn it around again. A lot of times you're not running your saltwater generator at 100% output. 
So there's a boost button or a super chlorinate button on a salt saltwater system. Hit that button. That'll put the output to 100%. And if you're wanting to clear it up without adding chlorine, sometimes just boosting it from, say, 50%, hitting that boost button or super chlorinate button will bring it to 100% output. And sometimes that's enough to add enough chlorine to turn the pool around on you. Sometimes it's not enough. There's also a non-chlorine shock that you can add to the pool. You can add this to the pool before a pool party, or you can add it to the pool while you're trying to break the chloramines in the water after the pool's cloudy. Leslie's has, it's called Fresh and Clear, and you can buy this at Leslie's Pool Supply, and you can add this to the pool. You can also buy one at your local supplier, but basically this is a non-chlorine shock that really helps the pool you know, before a party, if your customer's having a party, maybe sell them a couple bag, one pound bags of the fresh and clear and tell them, hey, before your party, I know you're going to have a big party, put two bags of this in the pool. This will help protect the chlorine level and eliminate some of those contaminants. And sometimes you can use it to help turn a cloudy pool around at the same time. But raising the chlorine level again to 20 to 30 parts per million is usually the effective solution when you have a zero chlorine pool after a party. I know I can probably go on more and talk more about this, but I think I went over most of the reasons why a pool is cloudy and I offered you enough solutions, I think, here that you can analyze your pool. If you have a pool service route and you're running into a cloudy pool, usually one of these things is the culprit. And if you can you know, use your detective skills, you can usually find it and turn things around. If you're looking for other podcasts I recorded, you can find those on my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. And you can find that on the banner. Click on the podcast icon. And if you're interested in the coaching program that I offer, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick. If you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.